This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, broad daylight vote buying and selling a shameful spectacle, says Afarijan. Kolebureno patients appeal for more dialysis machines and consumables. Reduce duty fees and other charges to stabilize prices of goods, Guta to government, and Chichire Mether. Seven persons arrested to appear in court on Wednesday. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. Dr. Kojo Afarijan, former chairman of Ghana's Electoral Commission, has painted a stark picture of the country's democracy, lamenting politicians broking promises and open vote buying in a hard-hitting keynote address during the Constitution Day Public Lecture Monday, January 8, 2024. The event was organized by the University of Professional Studies Accra, UPSA Law School, and the Ghana Movement. Afarijan, a renowned figure who presided over Ghana's crucial transition to multiple party rule in 1992, delivered a scathing critique of mothing political practices, stating that instead of outlining concrete policies, our politicians spend a lot of time making and repeating promises to the electorates. One cannot be sure that even the politicians themselves believe that they can fulfill the numerous promises that they make. He went on to warn of the dire consequences of unfulfilled promises, calling them a milestone around a politician's neck with a negative effect spilling over and even impacting party members who had no initial role in the promise-making enterprise. But Afarijan criticisms went beyond broken promises. He reserved his sharpest rebuke of what he described as a shameful spectacle of the open market of vote buying and selling that has marred recent elections. He emphasized the illegality of such practices, highlighting how vote buying undermines the idea that we chose our leaders out of our free will and vote selling undermines the idea that we hold our elected leaders accountable. Dr. Farijan said his blunt assessment of the country's democracy should serve as a wake-up call, urging Ghanaians to recognize the erosion of their democratic values and demand better from their leaders. All is not well without democracy, he added. Now, kidney patients undergoing treatment at the Kolebu Teaching Hospital are urgently appealing to both governmental and non-governmental institutions for assistance in acquiring additional dialysis machines and consumables for the facility. The outpatient department of the renal unit was forced to close down in May 2023 due to financial constraints resulting in the tragic death of 19 patients. 
Although the department has since been reopened, it continues to grapple with logistical challenges. Bafo Kojo Ahinkra, the president of the association, highlighted the primary issues faced by the Kolebu Renal Unit, citing faulty dialysis machines and a shortage of consumables as major contributors to the strain on renal facilities. Now, all the pressure is concentrated in the cabin, including both ward cases and outpatient department, OPD. If we had additional machines here, it could alleviate the strain. Currently, we are in the process of reaching out to various organizations and we plan to submit requests for assistance with more machines. Now, to other stories, the Ghana Union of Traders Association, GUTA, is urging policymakers in goods and services to reduce the cost of duty fees on goods, including shipping line charges, transportation costs, and utility tariff regimes. The association attributed the significant increase in goods in the country to these charges and urged policymakers to reconsider such fees in order to stabilize the prices of goods and services. Recently, the Minister of Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond, expressed dissatisfaction with the increasing prices of goods in the market, with a particular emphasis on the price of cement. In a press statement dated January 8, 2024, the association clarified that it does not have control over pricing in a liberalized economy as businesses have the autonomy to determine the prices of their goods and services. The association further notes that businesses do not derive pleasure from unpredictable price highs and instead blames the surge in the cost of doing business in the country as a main factor behind the rising prices, emphasizing issues such as high tariffs, shipping fee, transportation costs, and utility tariff regime as impacts on the final price of goals. For this reason, Guta stated that the minister should have engaged with cement producers to find out the reason for the increase before publicly criticizing the price hike. Guta added that any attempt to create monopolies or engage in unfair business practices will not be tolerated and appropriate action will be taken against those engaging in such behavior. Guta does urge policymakers to address the issue of high costs and reduce unnecessary expenses to stabilize prices. In other stories, the seven persons who were arrested for their alleged involvement in the butchering of three in individuals as a chichre in the Efijaya Kwabri South District of the Ashanti region are said to appear before court 10th January 2024. The seven were arrested for their alleged involvement in the butchering of three individuals at Chichure near Bronkong in the Efijai Kwabri South District of the Ashanti region. The incident, which occurred 30 December 2023, according to eyewitnesses, was a result of a clash between two groups of young men. Joyce Osei Asibe, the assembly member for the Chichure Sechri electoral area, confirmed this to the media. She stated that a group of young men wielding weapons began pelting stones at some persons and vandalized vehicles at their residence in Chichire. In retaliation, the young men phased off with the group, resulting in three persons dying 
while others sustaining injuries. The police subsequently arrested seven persons for their alleged involvement in the act. The assembly member for the area disclosed that the residents are living in fear as a result of the incident with some fleeing their homes. Now straight to some business this evening, the government is seeking to borrow 12.7 billion Ghana cities via treasury bills in January 2024 to finance maturing bills. This is 1.2% lower than that of December 2023. Already, the government has raised 3.223 billion cities in the first auction of 2024, 15.24% more than the targeted amount. Based on the prevailing strong demand at an average of 40 billion cities per week, analysts expect the authorities to comfortably refinance the upcoming maturities. However, there are likely to be higher targets to finance the 2024 budget deficit and buffer for February 2024 coupon payment on the restructured bonds. Demand for Treasury bill remained largely strong, generally strong in December 2023. Investors submitted total bids of 16.3 billion cities across the Treasury bill, representing an average weekly bid size of 4 billion cities and exceeding the total maturities of 12.8 billion cities. Now, straight to some sports, despite the draw against Namibia in the pre AFCON friendlies. Black Stars coach Chris Hilton remains confident in his team's readiness for the tournament and asks that every coach is under pressure to deliver at the tournament in Cote d'Ivoire. Hilton said this at the back of the team's goalless draw against the brave warriors of Namibia in the pre-Afcon friendly at the Babayara Sports Stadium on Monday, January 8, 2024. Concerns arise with Thomas Pate's injury ruling him out of the AFCON and Mohamed Kudus, who is yet to join the camp in Kumase. Hilton handed a starting berth to Ransford Yeboa for the first time in as many games since being called up to the national team. The recent match against Namibia did little to alleviate doubt as Ghana struggles to break through Namibia's defense. Substitutions in the second half failed to bring positive results and the team faces skepticism about their chances in the upcoming Af- Africa Cup of Nations in Cote d'Ivoire. Departing for Ivory Coast on Wednesday, Chris Hilton's men hope for improvement with Kudus expected to join on Tuesday. Now straight to some showbiz, Efua Asantoa has disclosed her strong fondness for Kwame Yujing, which affected her inability to remember the lyrics of a song at the site of Kwame Yujing at Akwaba village when the latter came to support her during her singathon. In a recent interview with the media, Efua Zantua, who recently embarked on the longest singing marathon by an individual, said her husband was very much aware of her great admiration for Kwame, a reason for performing most of his songs. I said, that guy came and I could not remember my lyrics. I said, this guy has worried me. If Guinness people don't give me the record, it's Kwame Eugene. My husband knows so. When he got there, I said, Kwame, you have worried me. You shouldn't have come. I sang a swording and you know his rap comes after. As I stood there, 
I did everything I couldn't remember, she said. Efua Asantua Edionum concludes Singaton attempt awaits Guinness World Record confirmation. She captivated the nation with her singing marathon Guinness World Record attempt when she ended her quest after 126 hours and 52 minutes on Friday, December 29. While the team is still waiting for verification from Guinness World Record, Evoa Asantua unofficially surpassed the ex existing record set by Indian Sunil in 2012. A number of celebrities including Kwame Yujing, Stoneboy, Kobna Kobna, Shatawale, Samini, Kojo Nkansa Lelewin, Obi Amponsa, Lexi the Comic, Sister Efia, Wendy Shea, Sarkodie, among others, went to the Aquaba village to support Asantua. And that's how we draw curtains on the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Good evening. Mm -hmm.